Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memories. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. <laughs> Got it. Rod does it every time, man. Right, right before we're going on, he always cracks some joke that gets me laughing. Today it was two live was crew. So two live crew. Throwback to the night. That's right. Rod and Jody are your two live crew on a Thursday. It's a beautiful fall day here in Boise, Idaho, and uh, it's already starting to turn cold, and it sucks. Yeah. Well, it's just like fall. Today we also have Austin. From Austin's Clean Cars. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Look Good. at Austin, man. He's like sitting back, all relaxed. He's like, <laughs> look at it. Look at his right, showroom, man. man. Just... Look at that. Look at the counter. He's even got the. He's got the aluminum, the brushed aluminum on the middle of the counter there. That's awesome. So I share this space um, with another company. So uh, the company I rent from, um, he has an office, but I mean it's. Big. It's got a couch. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It's it's that pretty big. Nice. That is cool. Yeah, boy, that's like a high class, man. <laughs> One day it'll all be mine. There you go. I, I love that, right? The the vision, the passion, and one day all this is going to be mine. Yes, sir. And, and I think that's one of the things that's really attracted to me in my conversations to you. I mean, you haven't been in detailing for a very long time, but, no, man, sir. you have been so hungry to get after it, to get the training, to get your business going. I'm like, all right, we got to talk to this guy. I appreciate it. So, so tell us like, uh, just, you know, high level, what's your story? How long have you been in detailing and how did you get involved? So, um, I've been in business, like legit business, um, since October of last year, um, is when I filed for my LLC and everything like that. Um, I got my shop, uh, my first day open was October 1st. Um, and then before that I was doing it mobile and then on the side, um, for about two years. Um, I worked a full-time third shift job, um, 12 hour shifts. So I would work, um, seven to seven and I would work. Um, so I'd work three twelves and then be off four. Then I worked four twelves and be off three. What um, were you doing? What were you doing for your other job? I was a chemical operator at a chemical plant. So, uh, pretty much a sit down job, sit at a desk all day, stare at a screen, um, go out, take measurements and, and readings and stuff like that. And uh, working third shift, um, it was hard on my family. We just, oh, had, yeah. you know, my son's five, so we just had my son. Um, being on different shifts than my wife, it was hard. Um, so, I started detailing on the side to make some extra money and realized what I could do. Um, so, my wife ended up surprising me with the transit van um, and then I started doing a lot of mobile that way because I was doing it out of my uh, Dodge Charger um, but then I got the van started doing that 
I think three or four months after I got, she got me the van. I got the shot. Um, I was actually out from work for co- uh, with COVID, um, and. I ended up getting the shot. I was released to go back to work, um, and I went back to work, and I sat in the parking lot, and as you know what, I told myself, you know what, screw it, I'm going to try it. Um, So I went in and then quit my job and never looked back. So, I mean, that's really quick. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, to go from... To, to go from being a chemical operator, working the crappy third shift, you know, having a stress between you and your wife, when you're going to figure out when we're going to get together, when am I going to make time for my baby? And all of a sudden, um, you know, I'm doing this on the side. Mm-hmm. And now you got to shop and you're a year into it. I mean, what what's the secret sauce for you? Dedication and determination. Yep. When I quit my job, I told my wife, if I quit my job, I have no choice. The only way to go is up. Failure's not an option. Yeah. No, and that's it. And I think so. So we <laughs> talked about one other thing right before the thing, and that was uh, your trainings, right? So, so talk about what you've done to, to teach, to get yourself taught how to do this at a different level. Um, so in 2001, I went to my first training um, up in Auburn, Indiana. I went to one of Rennie Doyle's one-day classes. Um, and then um, after that, I started going to Mobile Tech, SDC. I've been to uh, Onyx training with Daryl. Um, I've done um, a Marine class with Jody and at Nate Warren's place. Um I did my SD, I mean my um, my IDA testing and stuff like that. I I, I want to keep going to classes because yeah, like I tell my wife, if I can go to that class and I can take one thing from each person there and implement it into my business, then I've got my money's worth out of it. Yep, that's that's a that's exactly that's the exact same philosophy I have. Is if you pick up one thing from a training, it's worth it. <laughs> and uh, man, you hit Jody on the right one. If you're gonna do a, a training with Jody, the Marine one's the one to do it because his passion is on fire. <laughs> I- Love training, boats, man. man, dude. He is a boat guy. I think boats are a total different game, and oh yeah, and I learned that. I learned that real fast, and, and and Nathan's my witness to that. Oh yeah, if you yeah, because gel coat's a different animal, even on a, even when it's on a car, like yes. doing a Corvette versus boat, is to, totally different thing. So, so what do you um where you're at? Tell everybody where you're at. <laughs> I'm in Georgetown, Indiana, so I'm about ten minutes away from Louisville, Kentucky. Yep. So you mentioned that you were doing mobile. Do you still have mobile or are you just working out of your shop? I do mobile here and there. I've been so busy at the shop. Um, I have people calling wanting mobile. It's, it's hard to get out of the shop. Um, yep. It's hard to, to get away to do it. But I mean, if someone reaches out to me and I can plan in advance for it, then I can do it. Like, so I have a guy that uh, he owns a, a pro tent in Louisville. It's a, it's a big tent place. Um, and um, he reached out to me and we plan weeks in advance to go out there and do all his cars. So if, if we could plan it, yeah, I'll do mobile. Yep. So one of the things that I've noticed too, um, when I was going through all of your social media stuff, you know, it seems like your wife is a big part of your success in building this business. So let's talk about that because I think sometimes, you know, the wife, they're just in the background when they're such a key part of what's going on. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I admit, if it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't be where I am today. That's for sure. So what's the biggest change that has happened in your family's life, building your business? Having my son. Yep. For sure. Having my son changed the way I look at everything. <clears throat> How's that changed that? <clears throat> It pushes me to go hard, um, and, and it motivates me to to do better and you know not give up. Um, because I was raised by a single mother. Uh, my dad was in and out of my life. My dad, my dad's an uh, alcoholic, a drug addict. Um, I can go down. I can go in Louisville and see my dad standing at the corner right now, holding up a sign, bumming for money, um, and. I don't want my son to ever have to deal with any of the things I had to deal with. You know, uh, I want my son to, I, I want to leave an impression on my son and see, you know, that dad did what he had to do. Dad worked hard and, 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 you know, it was all for, for my family. So, yep. And I think that, you know, whether somebody's uh, got kids or they don't have kids, it's it's different. I mean, people have other motivations. So I don't want to say that people can't have other motivations, yeah. but but kids are such a massive motivation on your in your life to to um, to do better in, in your personal life, in your professional life, in everything, because that that means something to you when you leave an impression on your kids. And and I know a lot of people that bring their kids up and have them involved. I mean, you're wearing an IGL hat, Marcus Parsley, his son, we see him all the time. That has made such an influence on Marcus personally um, to have his son involved. And, you know, everybody's got their, their thing, but I think that's a huge one for a lot of people. I think men especially, mm -hmm. um, and I say that truly 100% because I'm not a female and I have no idea. So, um, <laughs> but for a man, we're raised differently. You'd be an ugly woman, man. I, That's I, all I'm saying. I would be. But um, the thing I think is for men is we're raised differently. We're raised um, in a way that there's a lot of pride involved and there's a lot of um, stubbornness. Um, and when you turn that, I, I like to look at it and I say, you turn that into motivation. You turn that stubbornness into motivation and it becomes drive and you can call it stubbornness still but stubbornness to keep a business going tenacity i mean that's i think that's that's you mentioned that as far as your the thing that, that got you where you are i think that's gets with any business owner you know um one of my daughters is thinking about starting a business and she's putting together a business plan and everything. She's asking me all these questions and I'm like, you just have to be stubborn. You have to be persistent and you have to never give up yep. um, because it isn't easy. That's why everybody doesn't do it. It is not easy. It's yeah. a different way of life. It's definitely a roller coaster. <laughs> so, so let's talk about your business. What do you, um, if you said, if you said I have a specialty, what is your specialty that you do and what you, what do you work on? Um, mostly paint corrections and ceramic coatings is what I push the most. Okay. Yep. You got a comment. Okay. So you got, um, <clears throat> so paint corrections, uh, there's Mr. KD talking about you Evans, earlier, baby. <laughs> so one of my favorite <clears throat> dudes. So paint corrections. And that is one of those things that, um, you know, when, when Jody, like I said, we look at your social media, we spy on everybody. Um, you're not one of these guys that's a, a look at me, look at me, look at me. You're not a big cocky. 
Yeah. So, so how do you see that as somebody that's not that, what do you see that as a, uh, the people that are, how do you see that affecting their business? I try to, I don't, I just try to be different. Um, it's hard to say. I've just found something that works for me, man. Um, like I have a lot of customers that come in and they say, we can see you take pride in your work by your post on Facebook and your social media because like your befores and afters. Like there's guys that are busting ceramic coatings and paint corrections out in one day. I'm not that guy. I try, I tell everybody, expect to have your car here four or five days. Um, I don't care if it's a one-year coating, a five-year coating, it doesn't matter. I try to give the customer what they pay for, and I try to give the best results I can. So if they're, you know, whether they're getting a one-step, two-step, or a three-step, um, I, I try to give my all and give it the best. Um, and it's worked for me. Um, you know, I, I consistently get people walking in and saying, hey, I hear good things about you. Um, I'm getting calls the same way. I'm getting yep. local shops. Um, recommending us so man if you find something that works for you stick with it that's it i i like that a lot because i think a lot of people are trying to put on a front right and you know you look at i mean from the moment you got on camera with us you're just relaxed mm -hmm. right you're just sitting back you have this calm demeanor every conversation that i've had with you has been calm it's like i mean it's just so comfortable being with you and i can see that translating really well with your customers because i think a lot of times especially when it comes to ceramic coatings customers feel like they're getting pushed into something that they really don't want to invest in exactly and that's that's exactly what i try not to do i try to say hey what are you looking for why do you want a ceramic coating what do you know about ceramic coatings come in here sit down with me let me explain some things to you you know yeah. And then I try to educate them, you know, are, are you going to keep the car? Are you going to wash the car yourself? Or are you going to take it to the automatic car wash? You know, um, mm -hmm. I'm not out. Like I had, I had a guy that had a Raptor in here Monday. He just bought it. Uh, the dealership, um, he asked them to take some decals off of it. The dealership removed these decals with a razor blade. Oh, oh. Car. I mean, absolutely destroyed the paint. And he brought it and was like, just do what you can to make it better. And I told him, I said, you're looking at probably thousand, twelve hundred bucks to to you know to buff it and do some paint touch up and just make it make it better. Um, after I got it washed and pulled it out in the sun, I looked at it and I called him. I said, look, dude, come up here and talk to me. So I came up here and I told him, I said, look, I don't, I'm not out to take your money. I said, I don't think you're going to be happy with what we're going to do. I said, so therefore, I, I, I'm, I don't want to earn the reputation of, you know, hey, he said he could do this and it still looks like shit. I'd rather have the reputation of, hey, you know, I took it to him. They were honest and, you know, he recommended me. I, I told him, I said, your best bet, if you're not going to paint it, go to a vinyl shop and say, hey, can you guys design some decals? Take the $1,000 and invest into some decals or something to hide it. You know, I mean, it's it had 160,000 miles on it, you know. Yeah. So he, he doesn't want to spend a lot of money on it. And that's just it. I try to educate my customers. I try to be honest with them and be upfront. Um, and that's, that's what's, that's, what's got me as far as I have so fast. 
Right. And I think that probably the, if that, if we had to give a piece of advice to anybody, that's the best advice in the world is be honest, be upfront with your customers and try to meet their expectations and don't try to bullshit your way into trying to meet an expectation you can't meet. If you got something that's bad, you know, 160,000 mile car that's got, you know, you, you can just tell the clear coats about to pop on that paint. Be honest with them. Let them know what's going on. Hey, man, you're better off have, spending the money and having this thing re-cleared. And they appreciate that more than anything. And that person right there will take somebody. That person will refer everybody. Yeah, Whitney. Uh, there you, you go. go. We're Whitney. so glad you're here, man. There Look at that. Go. Three heart smiley faces, man. Just, <laughs> like you can feel the love, baby. That's awesome. She should be up here. This could be her desk. Well, she right. should be That's there. Right. Yeah, no, it's good. Well, maybe she will be be there someday that's cool so so i think that that as you cruise into the the next year right i mean i i I like i like the position that the that the automotive industry is in i really do and a lot of people are negative right now about the automotive industry the thing about it is is if you look back historically anytime (laughs) anytime there is a a anytime there's a recession used car values go up and people hold on to their used cars and they want them to look better so they invest a little bit of money into that anytime the economy is doing really well they're buying new vehicles and they want to protect them so there is a there's a give and take in the automotive world and i think it has got some some real positive parts no matter what the economy is doing so i I know a lot of people have been down on the economy but man I, i i mean i can just see it right now a lot of people coming in with used cars like you talked about a raptor they want it to look good it's got a hundred thousand plus but they're going to take care of it so so i have a question for you in regards to that experience right (laughs) what was the customer's reaction when you called them thankful he was actually thankful he said i knew that it wouldn't be you know it's never going to be what it was uh once they took that razor blade to it they they destroyed it but i told him i said you know your best bet is contact the dealership see if they're willing to work 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 with you you know tell them what's going on and uh explain to them and but he was really thankful. He, he came up here and was like, look, man, I, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that you didn't just take my money and, and you know, half-ass it or, or just, you know, try to do do what I can, you know. Um, yeah. And I said, you know, if, if you change your mind and you come back and you, you want to proceed with that, let me know. I'd be more than glad to help you. But I feel like there's a better route and, you know, to, to take that in for me to, you know, buff on it and, and it's, you're just not going to get what you're looking for. Yeah. Once they've scraped through the paint, you got to do some touch up there and it, it can yeah. get, it can get better, but it's never going to be it's the same. Never, right. And that's what I explained to him. I said, it, you have other options and I want you to look at your options before you, you, you decide and spend that money because regardless anybody, you know, a thousand dollars, it's a lot of money to spend on a car, you know? Um, oh yeah. So, and the ripple effects of that experience are going to last for years for you. I mean, you think about every person that he interacts with and they go, Hey, who do you recommend for a detail? Who do you recommend for a ceramic coating? You are going to be number one in every discussion in that guy's experience. Right. And I think a lot of times it's tough, right? You're looking at, Hey, I need to feed my babies. I need to build my business. And sometimes it's, it's tempting 
to take the shortcut when your integrity will enable you to play the long game at a level that allows you to have that exponential growth that you've experienced. And that's just it. I try everything I do, me and my wife, we try to look at the long term, you know, Mm -hmm. when I'm, I'm looking two years down the line, you know, um, I'm not looking at, you know, I'm trying to plan for the future period. Yeah. You know, Yep. Uh, every job I do, every customer I interact with, I think of years down the line when they buy their next car or their kid starts driving and they buy them a used car, you know, that's building relationships. That's what it's about. That's how you're going to succeed. Yeah. And I think that's, <clears throat> that's one of those lessons. I think people don't, don't, if they don't realize it early on, they might see it negatively in in five years from now. We've had that situation where just this week we had a guy that was a customer of ours starting in 2009 that all of a sudden has a new idea and he's going to start coming back to us. And it's that reputation, it's that customer service, and it's everything from 2009 until 2022 that's led up to that. And, you know, the philosophy of that person may come in for advice today, you know, and this guy that came in with the Raptor, it may be a Raptor with 160,000 miles on it today, but two years ago or two years from now, he may be driving a, you know, brand new Maserati and it might be, you know, Hey, you did me really right on the Raptor a couple of years ago. Like you said, it could be a relative, a friend, anything. So I always look at it and say, customers are, they are, they're more than what they seem. That's why I always keep my eggs in a separate basket. I worked for there mom to go. keep a promise guaranteed income and I let him be the risk taker. That's exactly and follow it. his dream. I love that. Right. Yeah. Because I, the, just in that statement alone, Right. You can see the teamwork that is going on in your family. Mm -hmm. And it really does take a team. I mean, Rod and I, the first year we were in business, we met once a week in our partner's kitchens. We would rotate each one of our houses and we would have lunch together and we would come in. All right. What did you do? What did you accomplish? What do we need to do the next week? We did that for a full year out of our kitchens. And then we got this little crappy 400 square foot office above us that we called it the fly office. Cause every morning we came in, there were dead flies everywhere. We don't know where they came from. Right. And we year by year, Day by day, week by week, month by month, built our business, but we could not have done it without our wives. Mm-hmm. We flat mm-hmm. out could not have done it. I mean, I went from a really high paying job <laughs> to making a third, nothing, nothing right? <clears throat> and and it was a collaborative effort. Me and my wife, Rod and his wife, Dave and his wife, Spencer and his wife. I mean, and I think a lot of times that gets dismissed. It gets, it, it's not recognized as well as it is. So kudos to Whitney and you for having the passion, the vision, the love for each other, the respect for each other to build that dream because it really does take the two of you to build a family business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and Whitney's been together since we were 13 so we've been a team for a long time wow wow that's cool man so 
That's a long time, Whitney. <laughs> that that so so looking back, you know, obviously you and Whitney have been around for 13 years, but what have you learned that you think is important for business owners who are starting out or kind of in that growth phase that you think would be helpful for them? You gotta have balance. You have to balance your family time and your business. You, you, you got to separate them. And I'm learning that. I'm learning that, you know, I have to shut it off, you know, mm -hmm. because she gets on me all the time. I'm in, I'm in bed last night. I'm in bed at two o'clock in the morning, you know, ordering stuff, reaching out to customers. It's just, you, as a business owner, your mind doesn't stop. You, you're always thinking about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And, uh, you know, you have you have to have balance, um, and and I'm I'm learning that, and I'm working on that. Um, we're going to be going on vacation here in November. Um, I'm working on setting up a thing called Grasshopper, so I can take my calls and transfer them to the guys at the shop. So then I can just shut my phone off, and I can, you know, spend some time with my family and reset. Um, and then you know, I, I got a guy here um, yesterday was actually his one year anniversary with me. Um, that when I'm like when I was out sick. He handles it and he, uh, he, he, he fucking kills it. So, yeah. And I think that's the key is you got to be able to trust. And that, as a business owner, I think my message to people would be you find good people to help you. You know, everybody's not a CPA. you got to find a CPA and you trust that person. Yep. And the same thing is true with employees and the people around your business. You have to be able to trust people. If you don't trust them, there's either something wrong with them or you. And most of the time you're looking in the mirror at the person that's got the problem. So you've got to be able to trust people, but you got to train them and get them the training that they need as well to do a good job. And yep. clear cut expectations. It's just as important with your employees and the people that work with you and for you. So <clears throat> there you go, Mike. Train your replacement. Uh, yeah, I love that idea, man. But only to a certain level. Keep a couple of secrets. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Not me, man. I want to train <laughs> my just... replacement. I want to buy that 45-foot catamaran yeah. and go sail the world. So but no, I, I love it. So how do people get in touch with you in your area? So um, a lot of my business comes from Facebook. That's how I've built my whole business uh, is Facebook. Um, I get a ton of business from it. Um, I'm starting to take, um, I had uh, Detailers Roadmap make me a website. Um, I actually have a meeting with him after we get off here. Um, I nice. think we're going to start working on SEO and running ads and stuff like that. So um, other than, than Google, um, I'm number one in Georgetown. When you Google auto detailing, I'm number one. So that and Facebook is, is pretty much it, man. Yep. That's awesome. So you see the number at the bottom there, Facebook post page and everything. And again, you mentioned something about Facebook that I think is really important is your customers do look at your posts. Yes. So that's just my little personal soapbox. Your customers watch you. And if you're a dick online, they know it. <laughs> you know, my middle daughter's thing, my middle daughter's thing. Don't be a douche. You know, that's it. Be, be a nice person, man. And people want to do let business. It go to your head. Don't, don't let it go to your head and get online and act like you, you your shit don't stink and you're better and this and that because there's always going to be somebody better but you can yep. take something like I, I said earlier you if you can learn one part one thing from that person and implement it in your business then hey 
do it. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, I, I appreciate you. We appreciate you taking the time to visit with us. You know, it's, you know, we bring these stories to you guys that are watching in hopes and with the purpose and mission of helping you glean something from other people's experiences to help you in your business. And there are over on the, on YouTube, there's over a hundred, like 200 episodes, yeah. right? There are so many stories over the last two and a half, three years that we've been doing this. And it's all really driven to help you guys in your business because every Every time I have one of these conversations, something impacts me. Every mm -hmm. conversation, right? And Rod and I have been in business since 09, and we're continually learning. We're continually trying to turn the knobs and try to ratchet it up, keep us going to the next level. And kind of like you said, sometimes it's a freaking roller coaster. You're you're yeah. way up here and you're doing great, and all of a sudden <laughs> they pull the rug out from you, and you're like, oh, what the heck just happened, right? Every time the phone doesn't ring i freak out i'm like man it's been a day two days the phone's not ringing and then boom the phone won't stop ringing you know it's it's up and down up and down all the time so and that, that's going to be with any business um the 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 business i share my shop with he, he's the same way he tells me all the time he's like man it's going to be like that forever it's never going to stop so right Get right. used to it and hold on. Yeah, and Whitney ends the episode with the perfect comment there, sacrifice. Yep. Owning a business is a sacrifice, and it is, it's a good sacrifice, and most people feel the same way as you guys do. They wouldn't have it any other way. Um, so, you know, go out there, kill it, do what you got to do, uh, be a nice person while you do it. And, uh, you know, carve out your little niche and, and just always constantly improve yourself, man. Go to as many trainings as you can go to and learn something. So, well, we want to go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Improve. But take time for yourself. Yes, sir. Exactly. Yeah. That's a big one, man. Mm. It's, uh, there are so many rough edges on us, especially men, right? <laughs> Hey guys, uh, Mr. Daryl. We, we can have a we can have rough edges, but if you're authentic with yourself and recognize, you know what? There's a lot that I need to learn. Yep. Right? I mean, Rod Rod balances, he fills in gaps and I'm weak. Yep. Right? And, yeah, and vice versa. And, and you gotta be able to, you know, I think the thing is, and, and Daryl just popping in there gives me a perfect example of this is we mention a lot of names on this stuff, right? I mean, you got Daryl and you, you mentioned Nathan Warren, and you got uh, you know, we got got Mike Carlin and your wife, Whitney, Renee, Kirk, Richard, Richard a whole bunch of people to pop in there. Get, get a group of people and, and, and get mentors and get people you can just call up. And, and, you know, if you're having a bad day, you can just call up and go, Hey man, I apologize. I'm having a shit day. I need to, I need to vent, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, it, Jody and I both do that all the time. I'll walk in the door and I'll go, "Get ready, it's that day," and and <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah. A lot of times he comes in and he's like, "All right, door's shut. I need to unload." I'm I need like, to That's unload, all man. Good, so so yep, I agree with you, Daryl. We've we've seen a lot of awesome stuff. We I think the first time I physically met you was at SDC, and 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 there's a lot of people that grow, and I think that staying humble is part of that. And I yeah. and I'm gonna throw that out there just just the few times I've met you staying humble and staying focused on what you want to do and not getting caught up in all the garbage is is the way to do it so yeah so the detail industry is like high school <laughs> <laughs> that it is definitely no can joke. be man it, yeah. it I'm, mixing up, 
I'm making up for all the time I cut in school. So <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, we want to thank you a lot for coming on and your and your wife. I want to thank everybody that comments on here. We really appreciate the feedback. Please go out and subscribe. Get all your friends to subscribe to the channel. It just keeps letting us bring new people on and getting more content on there. So we appreciate everybody coming on. Uh, go check out Austin's stuff and. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So re please remember, like, share, subscribe, and we will check you when next week. Next, next week. Thursday. Thanks a lot, Austin. Thank you, Austin. Man. Yep. Talk to you See later. Ya. Well, that was freaking 